Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you in part by Story and Black Roofing. We've got you covered. Metal, slate, tile, asphalt, shingle, you name it. They're locals you can trust. Story and Black Roofing in Pensacola, Florida. I'm your host, Thomas Fattis, alongside two of the same short track guys in the studio as always. Jim Pokerant, driver of the 07 Can't Quit Fishing.com Sportsman and 2021 Sportsman Champion, and Ted Baber of Ted Baber Video Productions. What's up, guys? Greetings, greetings. Good evening, sir. <laughs> Man, where do we start? I mean, we've had a blast this weekend with a double dip, yeah. uh, double header, if you will, Good Friday and Saturday night here locally in our backyard at Five Flag Speedway, and we had another championship we're going to get to with a special guest that's on the phone with us. Yep. We're going to let that out just in a little bit. Uh, but we're going to start with Friday. Um, where, where do we start? I don't know. Somebody help me out. <laughs> good darn question. <laughs> good, good, good race. I mean, yeah. it, I, I, what can you say about the Blizzard Series that hadn't already been said? You know, it, it's always great competition. Yeah. I mean, guys like Jesse Love, um, Bubba Pollard, Stephen Nassie. Yeah. Steven I mean, Nassie it came down to a late race restart, in which I think that Bubba chose the wrong lane. He, he did yeah. him on the outside and then... Nasty packed some air underneath him and Bubba washed up and he finished second. But what a great race. And then the and then of course the crown stocks. What can you say about that race? That oh, was a show. Yeah, it was. A come, lot of fun. Come down to Adam Salter cutting the tire down and and uh the 97 car, Hunter Lambert, dang near crashing because he lost his power steering. <laughs> he said he was turning, but wasn't that happening? <laughs> no, that was crazy. I, I, that or he locked the tires up or something because there was a lot of smoke from that car. I thought yeah. for sure he wrecked. But, I mean, in that race, there was action all the way around the racetrack. Yeah. I mean, what a show. <laughs> it was great. Uh, they are going to have to try to get the, the lap cars a little bit better under control and make darn sure they know what they're supposed to be doing. When they- well, if they're, if they're running race savers... That's the towers deal. Yeah. You should tell them 50, 51 car, get to the bottom lap. Cars are coming, stay on the bottom. And to or, or pay, I mean, you know, the first thing I tell rookie drivers is when you go on a racetrack, two things you need to notice where those lights are. Yep. And that man up in the grant in the flag stand. Yeah. Know where he is. Look at him. Every time you come by, glance up at him because he might be giving you that. That blue flag with the yellow stripe, that means get out of the way. Even worse, you might be getting the dreaded black hanky. Yeah, you don't want to see the black hanky, but you know, if if you see that flag, don't slam on brakes. Don't let out of the gas. Just slow down, go to the bottom, and stay on the bottom. The leaders will come by you. Get some awareness around you, what's going on. Because when you're getting lapped, it's not just the leader that's coming. you got second, third, fourth, fifth, and then you may find a gap you can get in and continue up to speed. Yeah. But, you know, you should have somebody in the tower. If you're going to have race receivers, car 54, um, you know, <laughs> leaders you? coming up on you, get to the bottom. Just just maintain your pace. But stay out of the way. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's got to happen because it, it cost Adam Salter the win because that lap car cut down and cut his right front tire down. Yeah. Well, you, you've got to really start with the weather. The weather was perfect. It was Friday night yeah, for the American absolutely. Welding Supply 100, which was, was the makeup, Blizzard 100, right. from the doubleheader. And then Thomas jinxed us and caused a rain cloud to come over us. One little cloud. One yeah. cloud. Yeah. We were watching it, and Thomas goes, it's coming this way. I said, no, it's not. It's going that way. And he said, it's coming this way. Sure enough, it did. I'm like, thanks, Thomas. You had to jinx us. <laughs> we I watched had to it. show my power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we watched it go right down the interstate, and we're like, oh, good, good. We're clear. And all of a sudden, it makes a hard left turn. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. And then... We had a wedding, right? A wedding. Well, I, I didn't. Me? I didn't say it was going to get bigger. <laughs> it did say the same size. It just happened to stop right over the directly on top of it. <laughs> well, it seemed like it was hauling, but then he got off the racetrack and went. 
I'm just going to creep, 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 creep. Yellow flag. I'm going to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Caution's out. I'm going to take yeah. it easy. Yeah. It, it went away and they got the track dry. American yeah. Welding Supply 100, super late models. I mean, 29 of them started, uh, and they are the best of the best. And some of the names we've thrown out, though, going on three, almost three years now. Uh, Stephen Nassi. Bubba Pollard, Jackson Boone, Jeremy Doss, and Hunter Robbins are the top five there in the Blizzard 100. And Jeremy Doss from California ends up winning the Blizzard Series Championship. Congratulations, yep. Jeremy Doss. And that red, fine red 44. Yeah, yep. the Lions racing car. Hey, how about Stephen Nassie driving for uh, Anthony Campy? Yeah, that was That was a pretty incredible. neat deal. I mean, that and he, he did win the race. He did have the better car. Bubba said his was loose at the end, and he wasn't happy. With the yeah. car to run that fast and lead a bunch of laps and run second, but he wasn't happy. So you knew the next night it was going to get better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Jackson Boone is somebody we're going to talk about. He, boy, oh, he yeah. did hit a lot of but uh, good racing this weekend. Top three in both events. Won the uh, Alan Turner race. The dude is coming on, and he won earlier this year yeah. in an Alan Turner race. Yeah. yeah. And three on top of that in Nashville. And so he's got five, actually, pro late model wins, and uh, he's going to be – He's going to be one of the front runners. I would probably put him top five favorites to win the Derby, too, I bet. I, I would say he'd be in there. They also awarded that awesome prize package to the Dude, best average finish. I know. If that would have been both of the nights that we raced, yeah. Bubba would have got it. But, you know, if if in Butts or Candy and Nuts, we'd have a Merry Christmas. But, yeah. I mean, congratulations to Jeremy Doss for winning that because I'm going to yes. tell you, he deserved it. Yep. And that, what's funny is I was talking to somebody in the grandstands. We were talking about that Lions racing car. The first time Mr. Lions drove that car, he went in the wall twice. That car left here in parts. <laughs> Yeah. Both times it raced here. And he said, you know what? I'm done driving in Pensacola. Gave it to Jeremy Dawson. Look how good he's doing. Yes. <laughs> That's an impressive young man. Yeah. He knows how to get around. Yeah, he does. And there's a bunch of them that were in the field that, you know, Gio Ruggiero uh-huh. and and a bunch of big names were there. And a good show was put on by everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that race followed uh, the Blizzard was a crown stock championship. Yep. Hunter Lambert comes away with it. Uh, Adam Salter, Ryan Maxwell. Nobody had anything for Ryan Blake. Uh, he led uh, the majority of, if all year, starting off with wins. Yeah. Uh, and nobody was able to catch him. And Daniel Lofton ended up finishing third by one point because <laughs> Tyler Young had to serve his penalty. He had to sit in a corner. Right. And uh, uh-huh. Daniel Lofton was, I know, uh, in his mind, had a, had a, an idea of where he needed to finish to get second, but he finished behind Tyler by one point. Yeah. That's a little heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty exciting. I would have loved to have seen Tyler run that race. That would have been a heck of a battle for the championship <laughs> yeah. right down to the very end. And yep. he's somebody they're going to talk about a lot next year. He's going to win races. Tyler Young... He just needs to tone it down a little bit, but he will. He'll get better, and I'm going to tell you, he's going to win a bunch of races. That young man is flying in that red 44 car. But congratulations, Ryan. You deserve it. You did a great job all year. You ran up front, and you did what you had to do. So the champ is the sponsor of the division, and that's (laughs) where it goes from. And congratulations to you, brother. And I hope there's many more wins and and, uh, championships in your future. And we'll see what happens next year in that class. I bet it's going to be great. Oh, there's more being built. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch more of those cars are going to start showing up. It's going to be It's getting huge. And everybody that has raced this year has got a little bit more time under the belt, a little bit of time on the track, and they'll get better, too. Yeah. Absolutely. And we moved to Saturday night where it all went down with the dun, 
<laughs> Our boy, number 26 from Sonoya, Georgia, Bubba Pollard, the only Bubba that we know in racing. Yes. Comes away with the win Saturday night over Hunter Robbins, Jackson Boone, Giovanni Ruggiero, and Jake Finks round out the top five. And man, I'm telling you what, Bubba put a little, you know what, on. Oh, yeah. He put on a clinic. He he finally got that car comfortable. And he said that they were taking that car home. It wasn't going to race anymore this year. They were going to massage her and get her ready for the snowball. So, mm. is it, you know, it's like Dale Earnhardt winning the Daytona 500. Is it Bubba's year? You know, it, it's everybody talks about how, how great it would see, great to be to see him win a, a snowball derby. So, <laughs> we will see. Plus, he's going to the Winchester 400. Yep. And he said if he could win both of those, he'd retire. So, let's kind of hope he don't win both of them right now. I hate to see him quit, but... What a great what a great night for Bubba Pollard and his team, man. I mean, you know, to be a single car team that 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 works out of Sonoya, Georgia, yeah. they get it done. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, and that also followed up with the Alan Turner Pro Late Model Race. We've already mentioned Jackson Boone taking that win. John Bolin from Jasper, Alabama, <laughs> it was, uh, takes a championship in what would have been Dylan Fetcho's night, but yeah. apparently something happened early around lap twenty four. Uh took Dylan his chances away. Yeah, he just went into one, looked like too high, and the car come around on him, and he backed. He backed in hard too. Yeah, that was a hard hit. It was. They took it to the pits and they looked at it for a little while, tried to see if they get back out there, and they just said, "Nope, it is beyond hope right now." Yeah, I mean, it, I tell you that race. I hate to say it, but it was boring early on. But man, when it got down <laughs> to the end, it got exciting with with John Bowling trying to win the championship yeah. and. And and Jackson Boone leading the race, and I mean John Bolin drove from back in the field yeah. to get up there where he had to to win the championship, he and just got there too. <laughs> yeah, and Dawson Sutton, you know Jackson Boone gave him one more spot with Dawson passing Dawson Sutton for the win. Yes, yeah. I mean the the Rackley War cars were long gone. If that race would have stayed green, it'd have been over with. <laughs> Yeah, that could have been a completely different story. At that it point. could have been, but you know, congratulations to Jackson Boone on the win and John Bolin on the championship. That's awesome, and uh, you know, it's cool to see a guy that went away for a while and he comes back, yeah, and he's winning races and he, he won a championship. So, congratulations to him and his team for the hard work they do. And like I've said before, Tony Urie Jr., Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s old crew chief, is his crew chief. He was in the okay. pictures with him. I think that's neat because it's a Fury chassis. Yep. So that's awesome. Fury has uh, been put on the board here uh, the last few years. I know that uh, there's a lot of them that are going around uh, running that Fury chassis. I know uh, I think Nassie was in a Fury chassis for a while. Uh, yeah. But man, what a, what a deal! Uh, he was supposed to run the ACR car when they got rained out, and then it came back and um, showed them what ACR is all about. ACR, uh, Donnie Wilson. Anytime they put a driver uh, in there, uh, they're gonna they're gonna show what they've got. And I, you got. Your hat's got to come off with all those teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they're rented teams, and Bubba Pollard rented a car for that race to uh, Cody Jett, but I think Cody blew up or had a major problem, had to drop yeah. out, and he was running pretty good when he, he broke. Was. Yeah. You know? What about the Modifieds of Mayhem? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you cannot touch that 46 car. He no, is just Cody. in his own zip code. Cody Stickler, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's gone. He Dude, they dropped the green flag, and that mod. I mean... He's got, they called him the professor. Jeff Letson runs second. Yeah. And Jeff Letson used to dominate him and, uh, <laughs> yes. oh, who's that guy? The, Bill Melvin. They yeah, used to Billy. dominate the modifieds, but now. Yeah. Cody Stickler is wired to that track. That's oh, anywhere he goes, though, he's won it. He won, he's won the most of the modified of mayhem races yeah, this year. Um, six, was it? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just flat dominate. When he gets ready to go, uh -huh. it's like, bye bye. Click. 
<laughs> like he turns on the nitrous or yeah. something. I don't know what he's got, but wow. Yeah, he's Cody. got that. His engine sounded more like a turbine than it does anything else. Like, it does. You yeah. can you could hear him going down yeah. the back straightaway over all the other cars. Yeah. So I didn't have to worry about following the leaders because I could hear him if I was on the back stretch or in three or four. I knew when he came by the standard. Like, Yep, it sounds like it. And I, I want to congratulate Tristan Valdez on his first modified start at Five um, Flag Speedway. Uh, his dad, Todd, and I raced against each other for yeah. years at, at Op and in Pensacola. That's pretty cool to see a second-generation driver make laps. And Chris Cotto was back yeah. in a modified. I didn't know. I talked to Chris the other day. That car was a car that he raced in modified. He sold it to uh, Richard Worsham and them, and then they sold it back to him. Oh, that's yeah. a name you haven't heard in a while. Worsham? Yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Well, Richard had cancer, and uh, he's he's in remission and doing well. Good. And uh, I don't know if his son just lost interest or he's racing. He was racing dirt too, and I, I think. But Chris Chris had fun. He said that's the first time in a race car in a long time. I actually had a good time. <laughs> he says I'm I'm ready to get back into modifieds. I guess yeah. I was like good deal. So I just wanted to I just want to mention Travis and that Chris was back in the modified, which was good to see. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, congratulations, uh, Blizzard champ Jeremy Doss, uh, Southern Super Series champ Gio Rogero, uh, the Allen Turner Prolate Model Champion John Bolin, Crown Stock Champion Ryan Blake Sr. Um, and this is really just a wrap-up uh, until the Derby, and uh, we're going to be touching in and out of all that progress and all the entries that are filed. I assume that the Derby is going to be one of the biggest uh, yet again, every oh, yeah. year, yeah. it seems like that list grows and grows. They'll have 110 late models and pro late models combined in that whole event. Oh, um, yeah. And if you haven't been here, like we say every year, if you haven't been here, get your tickets, spend the week, bring your camper, yeah. and just have a big time. And you won't go to another race. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You, you, you'll enjoy that much yeah. better. I was at the track today picking up a spindle for my car and uh, ended up seeing people actually picking up their derby tickets <laughs> yeah. already. So they're you know they're, people are getting excited. They get ready. Get them early and often. <laughs> yep. Until then, stay tuned to Short Track Guys podcast. Yeah. We will get that news to you as soon as it comes across the wire. Just a few uh, notables uh, this coming weekend at Montgomery Motor Speedway, the Paul Brawl 100, Show Me the Money series, uh, the 12 of Christopher Tullis, which is a name we've thrown around here, bouncing off the wall, still has the points lead looking yep. for his third championship in four years. Uh, there so far as 21 teams have entered for Saturday night's Show Me the Money series at Ball Brawl 100 at Montgomery Motor Speedway. Uh, the Super Late Model Series up in Canada uh, at Petty International Raceway. Robbie McEwen is chasing a championship. Uh, he's behind uh, uh, not so much of a teammate, we found out. He is in the same province, Prince Edward <laughs> Island in Canada. They're probably neighbors uh, they live right down the road across this county line, if you will. Uh, they'll be going at it this uh, this weekend for a championship in their inaugural season in the Super Late Model Series up there in Canada. I want to give them a shout-out. And um, before we uh, uh, get to our, our special, uh, Jim, I think, has a story that came across before we went on that uh, I think needs to get out because yeah. it shows a lot of what racing should be. Oh, this is super cool. They're, they're, uh, this gentleman... Cron of Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, and his chief rival, Larry Richards, were battling for a championship. Richards pulled up into the tech area of the race before the last race of the season and had a massive heart attack sitting in the car. Um, the tech man's son walked up to offer him a water and noticed he wasn't breathing. Um, and uh, Jesse Cron and his dad got him out of the car, got him on the ground, and administered CPR till the paramedics got there, saved the man's life. Well, 
between Cron and Richards, there was a three-point difference. Richards was leading the championship going into the last race of the season. Well, Riverhead Raceway allows one substitute driver for one race. This guy could have just sat back and won the championship. Yep. He said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm parking my car. I'm driving Richard's car. He deserves the championship. It gives me goosebumps talking about it because that yeah. is just the coolest thing I've ever heard in a very long time. This man unselfishly could have been track champion. Yeah. But because of his friend, because of his rival, because somebody he's, he looked up to, because the man's 40 years older than him, that he's looked up to all these years, he said, I'm driving your car in the final race of the season to give you the championship. That is wicked cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how's awesome is that? And I mean, how about the, the tech man's kid yeah. finding this man? And thank God he was, the kid went around after offering waters. That was something he did at every race, get, give the drivers cold water and saw him sitting there with his eyes open and his mouth open. He wasn't breathing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the man could have died right there. And, yeah. I mean, that just shows you the, the camaraderie in racing. This man gave up a championship to help this man win a title because he looked up to him, and he there were I mean three points difference. That was it. Yeah, I yeah, mean that timing, timing's everything, and that that, that shows the much. class of racing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean racers, we might get out and fist fight one another, might do whatever. We'll own each other parts. We'll help each other out. There's racers I, I've had to, had problems with, and we borrowed parts off each other, or loaned tools to one another, or hell, changed tires for each other if we had to. Right. You know, it, but it that just shows the camaraderie in the sport, and I love that story. Ed, when I saw it, I just I, we had to put it on here. It just it had to happen. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's something that needs to be spread around. That's for sure. That attitude too <laughs> wouldn't hurt to have a little bit of that, a little bit more of that in the world as well. No, not at all. That's that's awesome. Yeah, and there's a there's a couple others that we'd like to back up on that NASCAR Wayland Modified Tour North Wilkesboro uh, coming up this weekend's a big one. Uh, the Winchester uh, is going to be a little bit later. We're going to touch on that when we get some entry list. Uh, the Winchester is also one of those big late model races we're going to get to at uh, at Winchester. I believe that's in Indiana. It is. And um, that's always a big one. We're going to throw some more big names around. You've always heard. So for all our listeners, uh, we started, um, this is actually week 12, and uh, we want to get to it. I'm going to go ahead and let the cat out of the bag now. Uh, with a, a fifth place uh, finish this year, Garrison Story uh, is a driver that we've had on earlier. And he is the son of the co-founder or founder of Story and Blake Roofing. And uh, he happens to be our Crownstock co-founder, uh, sponsor special of the week. Marcus Story has been on the phone with us, and uh, we'd like to welcome him in the studio and uh, give our listeners a little taste of what, what promotion is in the class that you've started. Hey, guys. I uh, appreciate you having me. Um, man, what a podcast y'all have going on. I'll tell you what, I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to it this year, and Highly, highly appreciate the continued support y'all have given us um, on the Crown Stock Division. And, you know, that that is all part of what makes this class grow. And I, I just I love what y'all do doing the driver spotlights, things of that nature. You know, so kudos to what y'all do. And, and we are really glad to be a part of that. Well, we appreciate the support and um, anything we can do. Uh, we're going to continue the support, uh, the Crown Stock Division, and we look forward to uh, what you might have in your sleeve in the future. Uh, tell us a little bit about this season and how it got started with you and Ryan um, getting involved with it and then how it's uh, progressed and, and what your assessment is throughout the season now it's, now it's come to the end. Oh man, make no mistake. It's been a, excuse me, but it's been a hell of a ride this season. Um, you know, th this class has just absolutely blown up and the amount of support and interest that has 
that started with this class, continued with it, and is and and it, we're nowhere near the peak at this point. Um, I, I've got my phone has been melting down the last few days. People wanting cars and people coming to the Snowball Derby that you know first ever Crown Vic race at the Snowball Derby in the preview this year. Uh, so so what a deal, man! Um, just I couldn't be happier. I'm just absolutely ecstatic about it. Make no mistake, this this started with Ryan Blake and and Tim um, Bryant. They 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 came up with this. Ryan hit me up with it. It was kind of some interesting timing with me, and it hit a little emotional. Uh, my dad passed away in uh, Christmas Day of this past year, and he, as most people around here know, was heavily involved in racing his entire life and a huge fan of Five Flag Speedway. Um, you know, he worked for NASCAR for years. So did my uncle and my brother. You know, my, my whole family's been involved in racing at some level, um, a lot on the promotional side, things like that. And, you know, when I was young, I did a lot of racing in different areas. And, you know, I was mediocre. But he pushed me really hard wanting my son to race. And I kind of kept him away from it. We did a lot of travel, a lot of different other things, sports and, and stuff like that. And I just it was just, I didn't want to spend the money on it. Didn't want to get involved in it and kind of stayed away from it. And when Ryan hit me with this, the timing was just there. Mm. And I said, you know, as a tribute to him, I kind of want to get this done and I'm going to put it all in. I'm going to go all in and see, you know, see what we can make of it. And man, what I, I see why he's been involved in it his whole life. <laughs> the people I've met, and the, the bonds that I've built and, and, yep. and this, you know, just like the story you just told that almost choked me up there while I was sitting on hold having to come in behind it. Um, you know, that's what this is about, guys. It's um, I'm just really, really happy to be involved with it. And I've had a great time. And the people that we have in our class, they're outstanding. Man, what what a group of talent and just all around good people. And, and they just keep coming in that way. Um, so I've been really happy about this division has attracted first-time-ever drivers, such as my son, you know, uh, and, and Tyler Young and, and Daniel Lofton. You know, these guys that have been around racing and known about it, but th- now they've come in as a part of it, and, man, they're producing some talent and, and getting great fast. And then on top of that, the senior people that have been stepping in, you know, I, I can't even name them all, but, you know, Hunter Lambert, of course, Ryan Blake, Dave Nolan, um, Adam Salter, Doug Thorpe. You know, yeah. these guys stepping in and, and taking rides and stuff. Man, it's just increasing the field and, and putting on one heck of a show. These young rookie drivers are learning from them. These guys are reaching out and helping. So there's so many reasons why people are getting involved in this that it's affordable, affordable as racing can be. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's I'll say it's fun. Everybody has a great time. It's a blast. These things are heavy. They're tanks. They're fast. But people love driving them. But I really think it has a lot to do with the people that are already involved and it, and it's just, it's working and attracting people. And then like the podcast, man, it's just great season. And man, it's been a show from the start. These guys race with all their heart. There is a battle up front. There's a battle in the middle. There's a battle in the back. It doesn't matter where you watch on the track. More and more cars are showing up and more and more competition is, is going along the way. Yeah. I recently and, went to Auburndale not too long ago. They qualified 50 crown stocks on a bull ring it was ridiculous yep. <laughs> you know and that's something we're we're still we're, you know we're the new guys in in this division there this this has been going on 
you know, in South Florida for a couple of years and other areas. And that is one thing that I'm really excited about because we had this phenomenal season. We had all these drivers that put on this show and the skill level from the first of the race till now is vastly different. We had a guy from South Florida, Chris Rommel, that came up in the first race and, you know, everybody, everybody hated him. He was too fast. He was too, you know, he hurt us. Our track records now are killing his times that he was running when he was here. Our our main top guys are are just you know they're all there. So our entire pack is where he was. They they they've got it figured out. They're they're racing, and this snowball derby coming up for the preview on November eighteenth. My phone has been melting down. I've got guys from South Florida. I've got people from Indiana. I've got one that's hitting up today from Ohio. I got a ton of guys from Georgia. Literally, when I was on hold, I got three cars coming from uh, from uh, Cochran area, Georgia, up there. These guys are coming. And they want to be a, they want to be a part of this. I mean, first of all, who doesn't want to race the legendary and prestigious Five Flag Speedway Snowball right. Derby? Yeah, Vicks are involved. It's going to be huge, guys. Yep. First, I want to tell you, your dad. I ate many a lunch with him when I used to hang out with Jimmy Goodwin and all them. Great guy. Miss him a lot. I used Thank to you. love his stories, man. He he would have you rolling on the floor laughing, telling some of the stuff he got away with, and just his days and behind the wheel and. He always always had good advice for you. That was something I always enjoyed, and I was real sad to hear his passing because, like I said, every time I saw him, he always had a smile on his face. He was always always had a kind word. Good guy. Man, it's um, I appreciate hearing that. I've, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say things like that, so that's uh, great to hear. Good um, well, tell us tell us a little bit more about the 18th and. Um, it, I, we've heard rumors about something going on beyond that with invitations only kind of thing. And I'm just kind of get the record so, straight. Is the 18th going to be it for the crown star? Okay. So the eight, the 18th is the snowball derby for us. Uh, you know, guys, anybody that's ever been to a snowball derby can just, they know, you know, you guys know it is a massive undertaking. Yes. The amount of work that goes into these things to put this together and put it on and host this, that week of show is intense. It doesn't matter that they've been doing it so long. It's, it is work. And so when this class started out, we were not scheduled to be a part of this year's snowball derby during the the actual week um you know i don't think anybody quite had the anticipation of what this class would become so they put us to give us our snowball derby during the preview on november 18th and because the support and the uh, from the drivers and everybody has continued to support this uh, tim has been gracious enough to give us an invitational the top 12 points guys are going to race and we'll call it an exhibition race during the snowball. Now moving forward, we will be part of the festivity weekend. Um, you know, we're doing it during the preview this year and that's just because we had to fit it in somehow, had to make it work. And, you know, and I'm going to tell you the car count that we're going to have this year already. (laughs) I've had over 40 people already saying they're coming. Now, of course, you know, who knows who actually shows up and drops off, but I don't think that's anywhere near the end of it. Um, you know, so they are coming and they're, they're coming out of the woodwork. Um, I had two guys from Salem Motor Speedway contact me today, um, you know, saying they're coming down. I, I got guys off from Citrus and Arbondale and, and Salem uh, um, and New Smyrna, excuse me. Uh, you know, these guys are coming up to come to this show. Well, if you get a guy and from Arbondale that uh, shows up with a black flag hanging out the back of his car, watch out for that guy. <laughs> I'll put it like that. <laughs> he, he actually... Yeah. 
he won the race, but he he uh, he came in by way of the consolation race, so he had to beat his way up, and he didn't mind getting it with it. I'll put it like that. that was a good video. We watched it from that thing, but yeah, I, I, that Crown Vic class was something. I, I've been saying that for three years now. We need a, a class like that. We need something stock. We need something roll cage. We need something cheap where people can get involved. And y'all have done a great job, and and you and and. Ryan's promotion of the class has been really strong and the way y'all have done it is very classy. And as a race fan, as a driver, as a race fan, I appreciate it. Cause I'm going to tell you, What's like that? you said, when you're watching those races, you can't look in any direction on the racetrack and not see some sort of action going on. Absolutely. And, and you know, and it's not my role, but I've stepped in hard. I talk to every single driver. If somebody knew, I try to speak to them. I, I, you know, I want to keep it clean. I want to keep it exciting and I want to keep it stock. You know, those are the things that I want to, uh, you know, instill on, on this, on this class here. And I think it has been going in that direction properly. You know, there's a lot of, you know, here and there and stuff, but I, for the most part, I think we're winning. And, it's just, there's so much to build on here and the car count is getting insane, you know, with mobile and, and Eddie over there coming into the picture, you know, Montgomery's got talks of coming on. Um, I'm working with several dirt tracks as well, you know, cause a lot of the guys will interchange back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got Southern raceway and Dothan coming on board with crown Vicks. Uh, you know, this is growing and booming. And there is a lot of big stuff to come, guys. The car count is going to be insane. Well, something that I suggested, and I, I think this would be cool, so just put a, there's two things. I want to put two bugs in your ear. One of them is why not put a bonus, have a, have a race Friday night at Five Flags and race Saturday night at Southern, and put a $200 bonus if you can win on dirt and asphalt. I Absolutely. Think- and and make no mistake on what I'm about to say is slightly premature, but uh, I haven't told anybody about this other than the people that know that's been that's been working on it. Um, I literally had several hours today on the phone with my race pass and we're talking to multiple other tracks. We are working on a national touring point system for ground Cool. We are working heavily and aggressively on a a regional and national tour. A lot of these large standalone events that are popping up. So for example, you got the spooky 200 coming up in, uh, at Salem, you know, you got King of the crowns, you've got the snowball derby, you've got these large events that are out there and we are working on a national point system to come up to where the people that tour and travel, we can bring them in this direction. And of course, you know, push them in other directions as well, but make no mistake. I want to clarify this. My goal and focus 100% is I want this area to be a hub when it comes to Crown Vicks. I want people to come to Five Flag Speedway. I want them to come to Montgomery. I want them to go to Mobile. You know, those, those are the areas I want people to know this is a hub for. And of course, that's why we have hooked up with Tim and Eddie. Great, great working relationships. I love these areas and these tracks. And we want people to come visit us and and bring them here. Um, but I think what we're doing is going to uh, work in a lot of different directions. You got a good representation of South Alabama too. I wonder if that that could be part of the mix as well. 
Absolutely. I, I, th- I think we're uh, actually Garrison's racing over there this weekend. I just talked to a couple of friends of ours down South Florida that are coming in, a couple of them from Georgia, you know, so that's uh, that's going. And, and, and like I said, the dirt, you know, I know this is not the focus here on dirt, but we got the Peanut Classic, third annual Peanut Classic. We're sponsoring it. We're going to have some dirt track guys out there. Um, like I said, Southern, I got a meeting with them tomorrow. We're putting together a big dirt race there. This stuff is coming together and it's going to bring them out of the woodwork, guys. People Sweet. are building cars and deal. Well, let me, awesome. let me let me throw this idea at you real quick because I think this this would be a fun event to do. Oh, yeah. Um one a few week a few races ago, Hunter Lambert and Mobile showed up and he broke the track record right off the trailer, but he left his jack tires and impact <laughs> in the trunk. I remember the pitch. I love it. Yeah, I think that would be cool to have a have a, either have the driver himself stop, unbuckle, get out, jack the car up, change the tire, put it all back in the trunk, shut it, and make another lap, or or have somebody change the tire for him. But they have to take the tr- the the tire and the jack and everything out of the trunk and have to put it back in the trunk i think it'd be it'd be it'd be kind of a neat novelty uh idea i bet you eddie would go for it over in mobile i don't know if tim will but i bet you eddie would go for that i love it and and, you know i've been in promotions for many many years you know i don't know if y'all know i own a promotion company um with a business partner of mine and we've done events all around the world everything from south africa Djibouti to guantanamo bay to to, uh seoul uh everywhere tokyo and uh everything we've done some events and we call it lions tigers and bears you know you've got to put on the show and if you make it entertaining and you make it fun people remember it and they want to come back and we are 100 percent looking to do some things of, of that nature and some of these shows and events but i'll tell you what guys when a fan watches these crown vicks race they are entertained it's something else yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We, I mean, as, as short track guys, we want to help out. So you let yes. us know if there's anything we can do to help promote absolutely. you guys. If you want to come on here and announce something or anytime you want to do anything with it, we'll, we'll help put you out there. Yeah, absolutely. Thank very much. Yeah, it's a lot of hard work going into it, and you've uh, you explained uh, everything you've done and, and, and then some, and there's some more exciting news coming in the future for that class, I'm sure. Uh, give our listeners a little idea of the contact uh, information or who they, who, what direction that they would go to get started if they don't know, and they just happen to hear you know, your story and, and this everything about this class. Absolutely, guys. We've got a couple good uh, Facebook groups. Uh, of course, you can hit the tracks up. Um, I, I've been kind of relentless when I see somebody posting, asking questions. I don't care if they're buying a car from me or if we're building them one. I don't care where they're getting it. I'm going to do anything and everything I can to help somebody get involved in this class and find cars. We've even started a little Facebook group uh, with uh, I'll make a post whenever we have the podcast links. Every time I find a race car that's built and for sale, I just post it on there trying to help people find different things. I'm going to do everything I can to get people involved in this class. And, you know, and, and, and these guys in the story of like roofing crowd stocks, man, like I said, these drivers have been phenomenal. Um, people ask questions, they jump on there and help them out with gears and tires and, you know, just tons of different questions. And when the cars get finicky, I just, people chime in so fast about different things. It, it's, it makes me feel good. Well, Marcus, uh, I can tell you for a fact that uh, short track guys podcast is behind you 100% and anything that we can do, 
uh, and continue to do with support of the classes. Uh, is, the door is open as always. Uh, I appreciate you uh, explaining everything to us and our listeners. Uh, we're taking the time out to be with us for a little bit. Um, I'm sure we're going to have more um, in the in the in the future. Uh, here in our studio for people to understand a little bit more and how that uh, series is growing. Um, we look forward to having you back for sure. Uh, don't know when exactly, but uh, we will have it back, and we appreciate you taking the time out. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And, of course, I want to say, you know, Garrison Story, the number 19, had a rough start this year with a few finding that uh, Five Flag Speedway wall a few different times, <laughs> three to be exact, and uh, finished fifth in points, and he's battled with it. He's got over 25 races under his belt this year, and I'm really proud of him. Um, one of our other drivers, which is a true rookie, Blaze Boykin. Um, yeah. uh, man, what a season he's had being aggressive and, and getting up there. And then, of course, Ryan Blight, man, pulling off that championship and just hard battle. Uh, you know, like I said, Hunter Lambert, you know, man, just outstanding driving. And, you know, and I don't even got to say credit to people like Dave Nolan. I, right. I sold him that car. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. love seeing him go up there and win and everything. So, just, yeah, these people watch these races. They love them. And this season's growing. I, I, I'm just proud of all of them. And I can't wait to see how well next season's going to go. We That's can't awesome. wait either. We're yeah, looking forward to it. Hey, uh, hang out with us. You, I know you've heard our podcast. When we get to the end, what we do, so don't go anywhere because we'd we'd love to have you join us with our 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 end saying. If you remember what we do, <laughs> just hang out finish. for a minute. Yeah, we definitely we definitely because you definitely know what we're talking about when we say it. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, yeah, that uh, is Marcus Story uh, with Story and Black Roofing, uh, founder co-founder of the Crown Stock Class here locally at Five Flag Speedway and now Mobile. Uh, opening up avenues for other tracks and hopefully a national series one day. Maybe we might see a Crown Vic or Crown Stock ASA Stars Tour National Crown Stock Champion one day. So <laughs> awesome, that's all man. in the works, and uh, we appreciate him taking out uh, the time to get with us with all that information. Um, guys, if anything else that we can throw out there before we do our uh, our, our famous what we're going uh, to probably trademark, our yeah, sign-off. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, shirts and hats, fellas. Just oh, remember yeah, – yes. Check out our website, get, buy a hat, buy a shirt, support us, give us a five-star review, please. Yes. And uh, when you see it shared on Facebook or our thing, share it, share it, share it, because it helps us go up. Yeah. And we're doing this for the fans. We're doing it for the Crown Stocks. We're doing it for the late model guys. We're doing it for everybody who races short track, because that's who we are. That's it. <laughs> All right. I know we're going to do it one, two, three, but we have a fourth. It's yes. going to yeah. uh, you know, we'll be just, involved with that, and we'll just start with the whole one, two, Three, let's go, Brandon. Good night, everybody. Be strong, America. Thanks for listening.